Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 41 of the Dubac Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is... Jared the Dark Jedi. And returning from DubacDiscussion.net, writer Timothy Goldleader Keegan. Hey, guys, I'm back. Long time no podcast, brother. I know, it's been a while. I missed it. <laughs> brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> triggered anyway uh today is december 18 2018 and we are what is it jared too long away from we the are 113 days out from star wars celebration chicago and 367 days out from star wars episode 9 Revenge We're of the only Jedi. It's a year and two days. Know, a year and far. two days. It's a year and two days. It's so close, but so far, and I want to die. So, uh, yes. What did you do this week, Jared? What did I do this week? I was working a lot because it's holiday and I work in retail, and it is a fucking nightmare. Um, and tonight I am going with my family and my two best friends and my lovely Lexi. To uh, a little Christmas, uh, county Christmas type deal with uh, Overlease is what it's called. It's just like huge Christmas lights, county Christmas type thing. It's a beautiful time. Happy to have my people home. You're a beautiful person. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Tim, what about you? Well, I'm going to be going to get my Christmas tree sometime this week. So got to get ready for that. Oh, that's about it. That and work. <laughs> You're so boring. I know, right? <laughs> well, I did some shopping. Uh, got some horror movie stuff and ordered stuff for the kids. Finishing it up, you know, last minute stuff. And some of us got together here at Dubac and helped Tim with his Christmas shopping this year. Yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. Of course, anything for Gold Leader. We wouldn't be uh, where we are without you. Mm. Uh, Once I get my laptop back, I'll be making it all back. You know that. All on the all on the website. Just going to be Gold Leader everywhere. And then Jared's <laughs> going to start writing articles again. And we'll have Matt writing oh, yeah. articles. And we'll have Kelsey me writing and my articles. Think pieces. And we'll have Chad writing articles. And it'll just be fucking meat out on the table. Fucking content, content, content. You'll have YouTube videos coming at you guys again. Just don't worry. Media Frenzy coming at you, boy. Do back 2019. Hitting you hard in the audio receptors. Uh, yeet. Again, pissed around with the website this week. Did Gore and More on Wednesday. Episode 2, The Burning 1981, is out now on and iTunes. Yeah. 
So, Jiggy, we got some advertising for the old Kessel Toy Run. Take it away, Jared. All right, guys. So we are getting into the final days of the Kessel Toy Run. You have today, tomorrow, and Thursday. If you're listening to this today, it is uploaded on Tuesday, the 18th. Um, it ends on the 20th. Be sure to donate. You either send in money or send in a specific toy. Um, like Jason Ward said last week on the show, it is doing incredibly well, and there is nothing wrong in uh, helping get more six Star Wars kids some awesome Star Wars presence. Um, it's a great cause, and uh, you know, try to donate as much as you can as uh, in the final hours here. The uh, Amazon, yeah, all you got to do is look up uh, Kessel Toy Run on Amazon, and it'll get you right there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, remember to visit Curio Cool in Zillianople, Pennsylvania for all of your collectibles, art classes, all the fun stuff that they do over there at Curio Cool. Uh, now it's time to buckle up, baby. Should I do the thing? Should I do the YouTube thing? Do the thing. Okay, you miss it. I, I miss it. the sounds. It breaks my heart that I don't get to hear Childish Landino every time we get into the news. <laughs> Little Keemstar joke there. Might want to buckle up, baby. So, into the news. What do we got, Jared? So uh, this past week, there was a huge update to uh, Battlefront 2. Um, it started to tweak the lightsaber combat system, which is going to be cool. Hot and um, it – fuck off. <laughs> and it added um, the General Kenobi skin for Obi-Wan. General so it's just like Kenobi. TCW. You are a boy. Um, but it, it's his like seasons one through three of uh, the Clone Wars outfit. What's the and, Clone uh, Wars? Clone Wars is an animated <laughs> series that aired on Cartoon Network in 2008. Um, <laughs> but it is a really cool uh, skin. But just as it has been the case with all of these recent updates, every time they add something, they also sneak in a little something something Ooh. in the files for what is to come. And that came with the animations and the the animations, emotes, and abilities of one Count Darth Tyrannus Dooku. Yeet, skate! Um, he has a rush – or has an ability described as a rush of sorts. Um, there's a Sith Rage type ability, and there is a Stun Shock slash Lightning. So all of them are kind of vague. We can all assume that like the saber ability is just going to be um, something either akin to Luke and Yoda and Maul's dash attack. Personally, I'm hoping it's like Kylo Ren's frenzy because Dooku isn't exactly the type to kind of like hit and run on somebody. And if he had a little bit more of an elegant version where he just kind of like jumped in front of you and just started slashing at you. Um, I think that would be more accurate to his character. Okay. Uh, he has some of his emotes listed, which are really cool. Um, he has his, I've been looking forward to this. Um, and there's another one called the Sith control everything, which, uh, people are thinking is his one line in the clone wars where he says the Sith control everything. You just don't know it yet. Okay. Um, and then there's another two where like the phrasing of the emote is really weird, so it's it's really hard to figure out what it's actually supposed to sound like. 
Um, just because like most of the emotes are just like one word of the quote. Yeah. So it's really hard to decipher it. But Dooku's animations look incredible. Um, if you want to see a you video of incredible. it, Battlefront Knight did a really good video talking about it. Um, they look perfect. Like if you look at the uh, footage of Dooku dueling in Clone Wars, but yes. mix it with like the actual grace of Christopher Lee in the live action films. Yes. Um, it's pretty much how he fights and he looks great. And whenever he does his like force jump, his, his arms go out behind him, like behind his cape. So they've clearly animated around his cape. Yes. Um, so yeah, Count Dooku looks like he's going to be a really fun time. My only gripe with what it sounds like his abilities are going to be is I don't think we need another character who stuns. And there's like an already way too much of people spamming those types of abilities. Between Aiden and Chewie and Lando and uh, Palpatine um, and Kylo, there's just there's enough stun abilities floating around, in my opinion. So I'd rather see Dooku's lightning just be lightning and not a stun. But I'll take what I can get. What the fuck are you talking about at this point? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway. Uh, is that all for the Count Dooku leak? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, Jason, Jason Ward, you, you might know him. He's on last week, you know. Editor-in-chief at MakingStarWars.net reports, major filming went down at Black Park this week for Star Wars Episode Nine. The area was apparently dressed to appear to be Swamp World. We have heard at one of these those three major environments from the last chapter of the sequel trilogy. MSW sources give us interesting tidbits about the filming. The crew had large smog fo- sm- smoke slash fog machines out to create a beautiful look over the lake itself, you know, because it's Dagobah. There were people in the lake shooting in the water. However, we don't the f- know that it's Dagobah. There however, are lots of swamps. <laughs> however, the fog made it difficult to discern exactly what was being filmed in the water shots. Yoda. Uh the majority of the filming was for good good ah, the majority of the filming was for a fucking ground battle in the swamp between the first order and the resistance fighters a lot of the material filmed were the simple action shots going back and forth between both sides of the skirmish it is believed that samantha what's that last name jared hold on the first woman stormtrooper in Star Wars low. was also involved in the shoot one source says that they're fairly certain they were walking next to her as they shot ended for the day the resistance fighters were all decked out in green and army fatigues one source noted it's very similar to the endor rebel soldier kit yeet skeet don't call me pete however the main difference at a glance is is pete (laughs) pete davidson (laughs) i love pete davidson i hope he's fuck him he's stupid however the main difference at a (laughs) glance okay a glance is what the, I can't read it now. Glance is that the helmet is different. The helmets were the shape of large, shallow walks. One source has said that they were like Constable Zuvio's helmet, but camouflaged. I'm dead. At the end of the day, a lot of troopers were laughing and joking about their inability to march and walk together in line during the shoot. It did not appear that any main characters were involved in the fight sequence, and it was resistance forces against First Order. Anything to say? Uh, I hope the first order wins. Raylo, I, I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope. I, what I want to happen is like the resistance is like about to beat the first order, 
And then uh, Shrek emerges from the darkness and runs to the First Order's aid. Get out of Shrek. my swamp! <laughs> <laughs> So why don't you get out of the swamp? And he just starts butt fucking all of the resistance to death. That was a Shrek is love, Shrek is life reference, and it clearly fell flat because no <laughs> one laughed at it. And now it's haha. Like look, Jared, back. you're a fucking yeah. comedian. Shrek. You know what? Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, Sabine and Mando talk about it. Unless Tim all wants right. to say something about the silly episode nine stuff. I'm all good. Okay. I, I can't beat Shrek. Okay. <laughs> Sabine and Mando, talk about it, Jared. Uh, so uh, Jason was taking a look at some of the stuff coming out of the Mandalorian, which is also shooting alongside and in close proximity to Avatar 2. Um, Avatar's okay. Um, and basically what they're reporting is that they have seen a helmet not dissimilar to Sabine Wren's helmet floating around on the set of The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Um, with a with the reports that the plot is going to circle around uh, the restoration of Mandalore and the fact that Sabine is of a noble bloodline in Mandalorian culture, it is not – it is feasible that Sabine would be showing up, especially considering it is very close to the end of Return of the Jedi, and Sabine is still kicking around at this point, and perhaps we could see her the beginnings of her journey with Ahsoka to find Ezra Bridger. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sabine, however I'm not banking on it. I'm not going to put any money on this, uh, but... You know, Filoni's involved, and anytime Filoni's in the room, Filoni brings in Filoni's shit. So now, perhaps we will see Sabine, and hell, maybe even she has a certain Tegruda with her. But oh, a certain you know, what? What? What'd you say? A certain Tegruda with her. What the fuck is Tegruda? A Tegruda. Oh, the species. Like yeah. Ahsoka Tano. Wow. Yeah. I get it now. I know my lore. Fight me. Hey. Sabine. Hey. To- okay, Ahsoka's not going to be in the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, I know. Gonna, I know. If- I'm saying. I'm like. I'm Sabine like, will. Like, I'm saying that like perhaps. Yeah, she will. I'm saying that at the time, since they are working together, she might pay lip service to her and mention that she has a friend she has to meet or something like that. I'd like that. I don't know if Sabine will be in it. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not like holding my breath either. Yeah. So what else do we got here? What else do we got here? What else do we got here? I, I think it's like I, I really do think that Sabine could be in Mandalorian. I think that would be a good way to bring up. No, she totally could. I'd be okay. Who would they get it? the player? That's what we're going that's what I want to talk about. Who would we get to play Sabine Wren? Well, what's that what's the casting list look like? Uh, talk about that and then okay. we'll talk about this yeah 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 because they kind of go hand in hand um so we've been reporting and so is uh making star wars uh and star wars news net um that th- those two websites are not the same thing i'm aware of this um they <laughs> uh we finally have an official cast list despite our reporting being a hundred percent right um so let me get to the list here it will, in fact, be starring uh, Pedro Pascal yeah. as the titular Mandalorian. Uh, 
Gina Carano will be in it. So will Emily Swallow, Mr. Carl, you son of a bitch. Weathers, uh, Omid Abati, Wormer Herzog, and the one and only Nick Nolte, the not botched clone of Gary Busey. <laughs> um, I can't even with you in that shit. It's like... Return of the Jedi Luke being stronger than uh, Kylo Ren. I get it. No, no, no. (laughs) Pause. No, don't pause the show. Like, pause that conversation. (laughs) Luke does not have the training to throw down with someone who is trained by Luke at his prime. If Luke shows up, Kylo will turn into a blubbering ball of idiocy. Especially if it's past Luke. He will. You're. He'll. He will get hot under the collar. But here's the thing: we have not gotten a chance to see Kylo actually throw down when he's that angry. Yes, we have. And I think. No, I mean like, like having that person he actually wants to kill right in front of him, mm-hmm. and being able to. You cut out. I think that rage is going to actually like help him. Okay. Because when he's in a leadership position and it's like I want every gun we have to fire on that man. Yeah, he starts making tactical mistakes that are just retarded. But Retract if it's word. like him and Luke just in a room together, they're going to have some incentive or thrown out wherever they are. That anger is going to that anger is going to be enough of a boost for him. Factor in he, the fact that he has superior training and he knows how to fight a Jedi who trained Kylo and all Luke really has to his name is the leader of Scar Squad who trained and Kylo? throwing down with Vader two and a half times and those two times vader wasn't fighting to kill yes he was yes he was he wanted to capture Whatever. luke and empire and he didn't and he, his heart just wasn't in it when he was fighting him in return of the jedi i don't i don't think luke could keep up with kylo ren but i think the further you get away from return of the jedi luke the less of a chance kylo stands Okay, whatever you think, whatever. Like if it Not was actual like jedi master luke skywalker Throwing <laughs> down with Kylo, he'd be fucked. Throw it down! Like, Kylo would need to be on such a dark side rage amp uh-huh. to keep up with him. Or, you know, maybe rely on Luke being old. Yes. And hoping that the contest stays as a lightsaber duel. Ooh, I like lightsaber duels. They're pretty cool. I saw one once. Your icon's lighting up and I cannot hear you. What do you mean you can't hear me? Okay, back to what we're doing. What the fuck? Whoa, what was that? We just lost Jared, and now Jared's back. Okay, so... Yeah, I I, I, I couldn't hear you at all. He stroked out. <laughs> I looked down, and I could see your thing lighting up, and I'm like, oh, shit, TJ's talking. So, 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 so. Mark Hamill has yet to film episode nine. Well, he says that he has yet to film a good deal of his uh, material, um, which sounds like to me, if I were to take a stab at this, that they are waiting to now, have Michael him. Now, Michael Myers stab or Jason Voorhees stab? Uh, kind of like a Kylo Ren stab to your father's chest. Oh, so very feminine. Um, okay. <laughs> um. From what I would I would take a guess that they are probably saving him to be able to shoot along with Daisy and Adam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because they're they have not really been active yet. And we're talking uh, Force Goes Luke, right? Yeah, this okay. is probably. I mean, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm wondering I'm, how. I mean, perhaps they could do a happen. flashback, and he could be alive, or um, you know, I doubt they're going to resurrect Luke Skywalker. Who's he seducing in this photo, by the way? Me, the fans. <laughs> oh, you know how he feels about his fans. Um. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read from the article uh, directly. Uh, while filming The Force Awakens, director J.J. Abrams used dark red color script pages to avoid unauthorized photocopies of the script. The darker hues made this, the pages unreadable and when deposited into a photocopier, thus keeping rogue pages. Can you read that like Batman? The what? Can you read that like Batman? Uh, do you want Christian Bale or Ben Affleck? Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> While filming the dark, the Force Awakens, director J.J. Abrams used dark, red-colored script pages to avoid unauthorized photocopies of the script. The darker hues made the pages unreadable and were deposited into a photocopier, thus keeping rogue pages from leaking the movie's secrets. Similar techniques were utilized during the filming of the Scream movies and are currently used to protect secrecy. On the set of HBO's Game of Thrones. However, Abrams has decided to up the ante for the highly anticipated episode nine by eliminating physical copies altogether. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I, I, I do a mean uh, Mark Hamill and a mean uh, Bat flick as well. Dead. Okay. Nowadays, it's like what was that? Continue. Okay. Let's say it's it's Jared reading. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like working for some secret deep state government organization, like being in the CIA. They're going to send right a, rewrites over to Prague in this dark red paper that gives you a headache to read. It's unclear whether we'll see the uh, another big part of this article is about uh, script security. Um, it's about Luke not being on set yet and uh, the script security. Um, it's unclear as to whether we'll see Luke pick up his old lightsaber again. Probably not, but there's one thing we certainly won't be care. He won't see him carrying around a script. Hamill's currently filming the History Channel drama Nightfall. It was allowed a secretly it was really highly coveted paper script on the Last Jedi under assurance that it would be under lo- it would be locked up and under. And in a safe every night, and never leave his sight while on set. Those days are long over. They're going to fly the rewrites over with somebody from the company. They're going to come and give it to me and wait for me to read it before I give it back. So no pressure. You can't even keep it overnight. But that's the way it is now. More script pages for Luke should come as a delight to fans for the act. Delights. <laughs> <laughs> more script pages for Luke should come as a delight to fans of the actor and his character. Hamill previously spent only a week on the set of episode nine, but will now be returning after his duties are completed on nightfall. During an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Mark Hamill admitted most of his work on episode nine has not been filmed yet, which could indicate a larger role for Luke, albeit in a less corporeal form than we last saw him. Hmm. While on set for history's 
Nightfall in Prague, Hamill said that he has yet to shoot most of his scene. Okay, it was pretty much what I had just said. Um, <laughs> it was just a direct quote from the Entertainment Weekly article. <laughs> it remains to be seen whether these new security measures will help cut down on spoilers between now and the release of the next of the film next year. But J.J. Abrams is clearly intent on keeping the secrets of Episode Nine locked down yes. tighter than an imperial blockade. Ooh. For now, we can count down all of our que- we can count all of our questions being answered on December twentieth, twenty nineteen. Um. So yeah, they're trying to keep this under lock and key. Personally, I cannot fucking get over the amount of money Disney has to be flying fucking scripts personally to people. Like that, like that, like that's that's Disney money. I that's mouse know. money. That's, well, that's like, the cheddar. I'm wondering how long the movie's gonna be. If it's gonna be like extra long, just because it's gonna be the last one or what? It should be. I want a fucking like, three-hour fucking Star Wars. Like, I was give me a Lord four. of the Rings. <laughs> oh, give me man. a Lord of the Rings length fucking Star Wars movie. Oh, give me it's an out! Extended- it's out! It's out! It's out! Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! What? Classic what? Star Wars bounty hunters will appear. And Star Wars The Mandalorian, making Star Wars.net exclusive. Making Star Wars sources have interesting information about filming recently conducted for Star Wars The Mandalorian. We talked about this pre-show, guys. As time has gone, it seems more and more likely that the droid Gatra will have a presence in Star Wars The Mandalorian. Gatra means clan and Sanskrit. The droid clan has been mentioned in everything from Tarkin novel to the Dr. Aphra comics. What is interesting is that IG-88 is apparently affiliated with this group. No! And we will have seen evidence that the droid appears in the series with other droids that have a bone to pick with their enemies. IG-88 has recently been seen on set filming his close-ups and being the star that he is on set of The Mandalorian. The old-time bounty hunter isn't just standing around either. We've had credible reports and blasters being fired, and he's riding oh. speeder bikes and attacking enemies. Oh, oh my oh, fuck. Damn. I'm so wet right now. <laughs> I was concerned that perhaps it was just an IG assassin droid like we saw in the Clone Wars. But the droid is being referred to as IG-88 and appears to have the same bandolier. It does appear that... <laughs> hold on. It does appear that Bosk might be in the series as well. <laughs> we can't confirm the Trandosian is actually Bosk himself, but it does appear to have. Okay, to it does appear to be the case. So apparently, IG eighty eight and Bosk are very likely to appear in the Mandalorian. <laughs> How cool oh, is the yeah. droid we saw back in nineteen eighty that could barely move? Is going to have an action sequence and a larger purpose in a Star Wars story in twenty nineteen? It's oh. been said that John Favreau. St- started this story and he was a real when, when he was really young and he could ha- leave two of the best star wars action figures out out on the table on the tail it doesn't seem to make much sense here you can also read a very brief history of ig88's head from the original trilogy the mandalorian will premiere on disney plus in 2019 oh my god oh i am so glad this story broke while we were on the air wow yeah we were talking about this pre-show because um, we're we're fucking cool. Yeah, we <laughs> we had a nugget of information of our own. Um, We've seen pictures of this Joy Gotra that is out. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I'll, we, I'll we, say we've it seen now. The Gatra. Yeah, we've seen pictures uh, of the droids. And um, we were discussing that, and the thing uh, journalistically thinks that we can't say but knowing that this was coming soon 
makes me happy. I got to talk about it on the air. But yeah, um, that's cool. I like having stories happen while we're talking. That's so cool. Um, but like we were saying with the story with Mark Hamill, um, I think, and you know, you know, here's Raylo over here. Um, <laughs> Jared Bachman Stubbs, your your uh, <laughs> resident Raylo enthusiast. Yes, <laughs> yes, Raylo, uh, Raylo anthropologist. Um, anthropologist. Yep. I uh, you put your lightsaber right in there. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, I would. I really like the idea. This has been something that the Raylo community has been talking about for a while. Is that like Luke is just haunting Ben Solo? Yes. Like I love that. I love the sound of that. That like when he says "see you around, kid." That like oh, the moment shit. that like Ben got that. onto a star destroyer after all was said and done on crate, and was like, "Wow, this has been a fucked up day." And then all you just hear is Mark Hamill's sexy voice from off screen go, "Yeah, it was, wasn't it?" And just start haunting him and just like just showing Ben how awful of an experience being on the dark side is. But um, when I have my little Raylo TED talk, I'll be able to deep dive in. Next week, special episode, Jared Bachman Stubbs solo show, Raylo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Raylo, uh, the Jared fanboy story. Oh, boy. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, I gotta like blitz a script for that now. <laughs> the episode can be called Raylo, a Star Wars fanboy story. <laughs> Heavy breathing. <laughs> Heavy breathing. More so, more so than normal from Jared. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck this shit. Okay. <laughs> I Fuck this shit. I'm out. No thanks. Age of Republic recap. Uh, yeah, so the first couple issues of the Age of Republic comic book is out. Um, I've skimmed through them. I have not had a chance to actually sit down and review them yet. However, uh, we have one for Qui-Gon Jinn and one for Darth Maul. And ironically, they're both incredibly similar. Uh, both show Qui-Gon and Maul um, having a moment where they have – where they give themselves over to the force for a little while and let the force kind of take them on a journey. Um, Qui-Gon goes on a very uh, metaphysical and uh, symbolic journey that is meant to mirror the ways that the Jedi will hold so tight to their ideals that they ultimately lose them. And he realizes that the Jedi need to stay true to their ideals and not allow themselves to be caught up in some type of grand uh, galactic conflict. Flash forward 10 years, we know what happens. Um, Qui-Gon was right. That should be a shirt for the Dubex store. Just the hashtag Qui-Gon was right. Ooh. Um, and the other one, again, not dissimilar to Qui-Gon Jinn's, was Maul, who was taken uh, back to Malachor Five, with uh, – or no, it was just Malachor. Malachor Five is the one probably. Um, but he was taken back to Malachor with Darth Sidious where he has another vision, only this one shows Maul in an alternate reality where he is taken in by the Jedi. And 
is he's kind of along for the ride for the better part of the vision until he does some actual Jedi shit. And then it turns into a lucid dream where Maul has control over what he does from there. And he is given the mental choice of, well, do I act like a Jedi or am I a Sith through and through? And in his vision, he starts throwing down with like hundreds of Jedi by himself. And it was all done so that Sidious could tell Maul, Hey, I appreciate how into this you are. Oh my God. I just had an idea. But you need to chill a little bit because if we come out guns a blazing, you're going to blow our cover. What was your idea? What if next week's the Raylo Christmas special? <laughs> and like the whole time you're talking about Raylo, I'll have Christmas music playing in the background. <laughs> Just like stock Christmas jingle bell yes. type thing oh in the background. <laughs> Raylo bells, Raylo bells. Even though like 15 minutes of the podcast will just be. <sighs> Okay, I'm sorry, okay? I'm a heavy breather. I am always congested. I can't control it. It is not my fucking fault. I can't breathe out of my nose. My name's Jared Bachman. Stop. This is my Raylo theory. That does not, that is not what I sound like, and that hurt. That, that legitimately hurt. I am on the air. Like I am your friend. You sound and like that, that one guy off in the office. <laughs> What? what was that guy's name on the office? That big dude. I know. I know what you're talking about. Ah. What is he saying? What is he talking about, Jared? I can't remember the guy's name, but I know what he's talking about. Oh, okay. So, uh, you want to talk about Thrawn treason, Tim? It's a big one. Thrawn. Ooh. Book three in the Thrawn series. It's like we have a Thrawn trilogy. We do. Oh, oh, we have a Thrawn trilogy. Oh, snap, we do. All right. I'm looking at the cover right now. It's got a picture of Thrawn, like, really up close, like half of his face and Lord Sidious in the background. It looks pretty decent. See, it's the transition because the first one was just him up close. The second one was him with Vader. And then the third one was him with Palpatine. I need to read those. Yes, I, I have both of them, Tim, if you'd like to. Well, I, I still need to read that book I borrowed from you like months ago. Legends of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't steal it. I just need to read it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stole it. It's OK. <laughs> but uh, all right. Uh, the Lucasfilm and Del Rey are pleased to announce the title of the next installment in Timothy Zahn's best-selling Thrawn series. As seen Yeet. on today's episode of The Star Wars Show, we're thrilled to give you your first look at the next installment exploring the life of Chiss, Chiss Warrior Grand Admiral <sighs> Thrawn. Star Wars Thrawn Treason with the cover below. Oh, and that's the cover I talked to you about earlier. Oh, it's, be taking, it's definitely a good cover. Taking pictures of me. Yeah. All right. Uh... Grand Admiral Thrawn faces the ultimate test of his loyalty to the Empire in this epic Star Wars novel from best-selling author Timothy Zahn. If I were to serve the Empire, you would command my allegiance. Ooh. 
right. (laughs) Have an epic little pause right there. Oh, epic pause. Such was the promise Grand Admiral Thrawn made to Emperor Palpatine at their first meeting. Since then, Thrawn has been one of the Empire's most effective instruments, pursuing its enemies to the very edges of the known galaxy. Yeet. But as keen a weapon as Thrawn has become, the Emperor dreams of something far more destructive. Far more. Now as Thrawn's tie for... Uh, TIE Defender program is halted in favor of Director Krennic's secret Death Star project. He realizes that the balance of power in the Empire is measured by more than just military acumen. Did you just say Director Krennic? Okay, Jared, give it. Yeah. We stand here amidst my achievement, not yours! (laughs) (laughs) Director Krennic. (laughs) Director Krennic. We blind deploy the garrison! (laughs) Oh god, I just got a video from you. Hold on. Take a Oh, you took a video. That's great. That's too epic. But anyway. As Thrawn works to secure his place in the Imperial hierarchy, his former protege. Eli Vanto. Ooh, Vanto! Returns with a dire warning about Thrawn's home world. Thrawn's mastery oh. of strategy must guide him through an impossible choice. Duty to the Chiss ascendancy, ascendancy or fealty to the Empire he has sworn to serve. Even if the right choice means committing treason. Ooh. Star Wars Thrawn Treason will be available for pre order next week and arriving on shelves in the summer of 2019. I can't wait. I can't wait. I got to finish up uh, alliances, and then we'll, I will be ready for Thrawn Treason. Anybody else fucking pumped about this? This is we got a Thrawn trilogy no. in new canon, people. Yes, this is awesome. This is this is beyond awesome. I bet you they can adapt these into movies. Maybe. The only hard thing would be the Tarkin scenes, you know? Yeah, well, they could pull it off. Like, they got that mouse money. <clears throat> yeah. Wasn't there, like, rumor of a movie that was going to be coming? I hope. With Benedict Cumberpatch being Thrawn? Fuck yeah. Oh, no, God. That, that, that's been one of those, like, rumor mill, like, you know, someone said it as an idea, and then it just grew legs and became something it's not. I think oh. Tim Allen should be Thrawn. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> Tom Cruise. All I'm seeing, all I'm seeing in my fucking head is like the <laughs> fucking rebels where they're talking about the Phoenix crew uh-huh. and like instead of going, "What do you mean that they've penetrated our defenses?" and he just got turned around like from fucking home improvement and just oh. Like, like right down the barrel of the fucking camera. Who wants to see that? Boy, there's nothing like the feeling of ride and cold steel hanging on your hips. My wife says when I put this bad boy on, I turn into wild, hairy, disgusting ape. You know what? I don't think women understand the feeling of rawhide and steel, vice grip and monkey pliers, dado head cut, flat jig, miter jig, box hot goo. Ah, 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 ah. A busy day today. Al and I are going to rough in that house, finish hanging that garage door, but first, we're going to install a twin-cylinder deadbolt security lock in this door. Morning, Al. Morning, Tim. 
Always follow your instructions. Always makes jobs a bit easier. We've already laid out with the template included in the kit where we're putting our holes. Use my awl here to set my drill. All right, Al, let's have a drill, please. Look at that butt crack you got going. <laughs> Maybe like, I'll start like, with my spackling Al's butt crack shot. Huh? With the new patch and paid butt crack filler putty. Hey, I smell voltage. I think it's time to drill. Hey, uh, right, Tim. And uh, we'll be using the one and a half inch auger bit. Come on, Al. That's a girl drill. We need a man drill, don't we? But, but Tim, uh, this is the proper tool. Yeah, I bet it is, Al. You know, men, we want a job done right, and we want it done quick. What do we need? More power! Darn right, more power. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Now, there's Rob! This is not aged well. This is not aged well. <laughs> this is the Bedford Series heavy-duty variable speed drill, double reduction spur gearing, 1,400 RPM, 6.8 amps. <laughs> I can hear his erection right now. But you now. won't even be halfway through your og before you hear this. Honey, shut that thing off. It's making too much noise. <laughs> I always ignore that first plate. It just makes her yell a little louder. Here she comes down the hall. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, shut that thing off. Can't you ever get done years of being bamboo? Wow. <laughs> that just happened on Dubai. <laughs> now think that. But throng. <laughs> Grand Admiral, the rebels have attacked. Have, ta have attacked the infirmary. <laughs> no, that's another shirt you should do. Is just like throwing Tim Allen doing the face. <laughs> I'll make Just Tim Allen blue, blue with red eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are way too much. <laughs> wow. What time Grand is it? Grand Admiral. time. <laughs> Grand Admiral, the tactical man, Thrawn. <laughs> tactical tool man. Dead. dead. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. So do we got any more Star Wars news to talk about? I don't think we have any news. Let's just read Chad's goddamn email. I don't think Chad has an email. Did that motherfucker not send an email? I don't think he sends an email. And he said he was. Also, Sphero discontinued their line of Star Wars products today. That's a shame, but that means the, the BB-8 shit will be cheaper now, which makes me happy. Until it's out of stock. Also, Solo is closing in on a, an Oscar nomination for Best VFX. So oh, we'll be looking cool. forward to that. Uh, Sideshow Collectibles announced a Hot Toys six-scale Millennium Falcon cockpit. Okay. Uh, Willow is getting digitally released. That's what we needed. Yes, we did. We did need that. And a bunch of Black Series figures are getting discounted now on Amazon. Just a just a bunch of nice little cool tidbits here at the end of the show, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you mean Willow? We, okay. We need more Willow. We need a Willow <laughs> sequel directed by Ron Howard, featuring featuring Warwick Davis. Yes. Yes, that would be awesome. So. Okay, it sounds like this motherfucker does have an email. Who? He does. Wait, wait. 
Nope, we're good. Yeah, no, we're good. Okay, well, I think we're going to end the show that way then. Yeah. Short and sweet for you guys this week. Next week, catch you with the Raylo Christmas special. Yeah, hopefully we're able to get that out and ready. Um, It'll be a good time. It'll just be basically me uh, on my soapbox for Raylo. And then I'm sure the episode, like the proper episode after that, you'll just have, it'll probably spend most of it with you guys, like asking me Raylo questions. Yes. And then we should be back full fucking bore for another one. Also, look out for the Gore and More Christmas special Silent Night, Deadly Night review. Oh, almost forgot. Other big news. Um, this the 20th, December 20th, is going to be the release date of Star Wars Theories Darth Vader fan series. Yes. Um, be sure you tune in and watch that. Share that shit around. This thing is going to be massive. And once the show is out, we are going to have Dupree Jones, Darth Vader 23, back on the show for another interview where he can actually talk about the first episode and what is to come in Star Wars Theories Vader fan series. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, that's all for today. That's uh, TJ Bowser uh, signing off. And this is Jared the Dark Jedi. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. That is all for me, and happy holidays. Tim Gold Leader Keegan signing off. You should make Last Christmas, we spent the day drinking wine. I was yours and you were mine And then I fucked you through the night Oh Oh Last Christmas I bought you dresses that you wore You fucked a dude the night before And now you're begging at my door So this year I hope you have a shitty Christmas falls apart I hope your cat develops cancer Holy I hope shit. you build up on a cross I hope you have an awful Christmas I hope you don't get what you want I hope you've asked God for forgiveness cause you're a stupid selfish cunt <laughs> Sucks you're lonely now and everyone hates you My new woman's fucking sexy so thank you You'll be okay, I'm sure somebody will want you But just for a night cause no one will love you Heard you're pregnant now and having some problems Like who's the father, was it James, was it Austin? Sorry for your kid, I hope it's nothing like you Hope it's dad can help so it's decent despite you So yeah I hope you have a shitty Christmas DJ, I, I hope you eat a shark This is way too fucking dark <laughs> <laughs> Way too much I hope you get shot in the heart